Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm Dave, that's Kate. Hi, friends. And the soup of the day is she-crab soup. She-crab? Yeah. What makes a crab a she? I don't know. Have you seen that video of that crab that's in a pile of its little crab babies and it's, and it's just eating them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nature is nice. They're probably not. It's babies. Well, I'm pretty sure some it's its own babies. Be, but it's, it's so many, it's probably a bunch of crabs babies. Like they have a nesting ground? Yeah. I need to know the life cycle of a crab. I think like on that one island that's full of crabs. Crab island? Sure. There's an island full of crabs? Yeah. And Where? Uh, like once a year, it's just like... The ground is moving red of crabs because there's so many of them and they're going to mate in the ocean. Or they're getting off. I don't know. They're going to mate. It sounds like dinner. Yes. You ever see the picture? It's a similar kind of thing, but a lot worse. (laughs) (laughs) It's a picture of a polar bear. I don't know if I want to hear this. And it has its baby's head in its mouth because it needed to eat. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. <laughs> Not heartbreaking with a crab. No. But a polar bear it is. Crabs Weird, are, right? Crabs are food. Polar bears are mammals. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of mammals are food. Yeah, but crab is food. <laughs> like if I had to <laughs> a give... A polar bear is not food. Is if I saying. had to give up all meat, which... Sometimes I do. Right now, I'm not. Yeah. I participated in steak and a blowjob day with just the steak portion yesterday. Oh, you didn't even give the blowjob? Michael was busy. <laughs> he was too busy for a blowjob? Apparently. What was he doing? Working. Well, you could do it while he's working. <laughs> <laughs> just don't like getting the motor oil on my head. <laughs> well, <laughs> I forgot that it was steak and a blowjob day. Hmm. And I made jambalaya. But I did get a blowjob. <laughs> Just out of coincidence. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and the world is balanced between our two relationships. <laughs> I even made Bernays sauce, though, just so you know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I forgot we're, what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about dead polar bears. Dead polar bears. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Observations. This is our... <laughs> Sad observation podcast. Mm-hmm. I saw it on the Nature is Metal uh, Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Same with the crab one, actually. Oh, really? I don't know where I saw the crab one. Facebook. Probably. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, there you go. Nature is metal. Mm-hmm. Nature eats nature. What about hamsters? They always eat their babies. <laughs> I did see a really funny video of a hamster. Eating its it, baby? No, but it was running on its wheel and it had some of its babies that had grown to like a little more than being little like pink babies yeah. um, nearby and they were just like grazing, doing hamster things. And this hamster was just going nuts on this wheel. <laughs> and it kept going and grabbing. <laughs> it's too funny. <laughs> I believe in you. It's like, um, and he kept going and grabbing one of his babies and trying to run on his wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Can you find that again? Can you like upload it somewhere? Anyways, he would trip over his baby Mm -hmm. and then his baby would go flying. (laughs) Flying out of the wheel. Yeah, or on the wheel. Oh, it would loop. <laughs> it just bounce. 
find the video again? Yeah. You don't need to show me now. I just mean to upload it later. Yeah, I'll put it on the Instagram so you can understand why I'm laughing. Do you guys ever get, like, hit in the giggle dick so hard? (laughs) 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 Something's just really funny to you. Yeah, and it's not necessarily funny to other people. I think everybody would find that funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but you just made me think of a question. <laughs> what? Where are hamsters and gerbils and shit in the wild? I think hamsters live in like a deserty area. Um, mm. Gerbils, I'm not sure. Guinea pigs uh, live in Peru. And they're actually food in Peru. I think I knew that. Yeah. Well, they're bigger at least. Yeah. And they used to actually like in like old, more prehistoric times, there used to be a giant ass. Ast. Giant ass. <laughs> giant ass um, guinea pig. And that's where probably eating it came from. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it was like a dinosaur. Well, not a dinosaur. It's not During a, the woolly it's, mammoth times. Yeah. Like, like it, co- it cohabitated with people. Right. Mm-hmm. But like not in the same house. Like you cohabitate with a partner. Like it just cohabitated on it this lived earth. on earth with us <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes like a woolly mammoth yeah i dig it cool um what else was we gonna talk about well we need to talk to our listeners for a moment because right. y'all nasty <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> yep that's how i'm bringing us in okay y'all nasty and you're gonna get your sending things to us privileges revoked <laughs> oh i'm so happy why (laughs) so dave got something in the mail thank you for not addressing it to me thank you whoever you are uh, my my bet's on fbi guy i don't know about you uh maybe because again i think it was jordan he would have fucking told you already (laughs) i know it wasn't jordan (laughs) um but do you want to describe what you Um, encountered a package in the mail Mm mm-hmm was it super murdery? Uh, <laughs> no, because it wasn't like a finger. <laughs> it was a little bottle with a, like the dropper mm-hmm. of uh, some brown liquid. It looks like diarrhea. It looked like diarrhea. That's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> like one time I had Campylobacter <laughs> and I had to give the doctor my poop and that's what it looked <laughs> like. <laughs> All right, but I smelt it even though you told me not to. What? I did it before you even told me not to. You said you didn't. No, I said I did. <laughs> oh, I thought And you... it smelled sweet. Oh. A little sweet. Like what? Well, what do you think sweet. it is? <laughs> I can get it. You want to smell nope, it? Definitely not. <laughs> Are you sure? Nope. It's y'all nasty. <laughs> so you're not sure? <laughs> no, I don't want to. You want to taste it? <laughs> can you? <laughs> what? Can you? Can I taste it? Yeah. Do you want me to? <laughs> no. Well, what do you think it is? Sewage. Well, it smells sweet. Puddle sewage. Like gray water? Puddle sewage with maple syrup in it. (laughs) Maybe. Because it's a Canadian podcast. (laughs) Right. Like our money. Smells like maple syrup. Yeah. It's a liquefied $100 bill. Yeah. Some of them do. All right. I actually found out what it was. What is it? Are you sure you're ready? Do we know who it's from? Yep. You know? Were you keeping this a secret? I wanted to. I wanted this from you. What? On the air. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) What is it? It is a tincture. 
a tincture. Tincture. Like, that's what um, like old timey snake oil people give you. Yep. Okay. Of psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Did you order it and forget you ordered it? No, it was sent to me as a here test this out for us but they didn't leave a note in the package or a real company on it no (laughs) and uh, i just asked my sister and she told me oh so she sent it to you no her friend sent it to me oh well that was very kind so he's not a listener no rude so i think you should apologize to all the (laughs) listeners right now okay this is kate's form and that's why i was loving every second of that (laughs) i was like why are you so happy we're revoking this So there you go. There we go. Well, you know what? I you guess. You apologize. <laughs> Women don't apologize. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. It's just the lemonade. Oh, a giant bottle of lemonade. You know what? I'm feeling some judgment coming from your side of the table. I'm just really excited you brought enough for the whole class. <laughs> yeah, I brought a whole thing of juice, guys. <laughs> Shake it. You want some like vodka for that? No, I gotta drive after. And besides, yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day this weekend. It is? Yeah, it's on Sunday. You should know it. It's I'll an Irish holiday. I'm not Irish. Well, everyone's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I'll be at work, I'm sure. <laughs> Although Sunday I get off early, but I'll have to work Monday. Oh well. Um, anyway, so there you go. Mystery solved. I figured it out, like, right after I texted you. Really? (laughs) And you just kept it from me? Yeah. Rude. (laughs) It was worth it. You saw what just happened. Yeah. Mm. Well. So that was fun Now you know. (laughs) So it tastes sweet. Uh, Well, I mixed it with lemon juice. Did they tell you how much to... My sister told me. Oh, okay, because that could have gone horribly wrong. If, <laughs> like, you're just like, all right, I guess well, we'll figure it out. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. like, two droppers mm-hmm. is a dose, right? Two dropperfuls. And then you mix it with lemon juice to make it kick. Like, it starts to, to break it down, the, like the, the acid. Like the citrus does something? Okay. Yeah. Kind of like how you put citrus to bring out the flavors and things, yes, like exactly. avocado. Like uh, that lemonade you're drinking. Yeah, brings out the flavor of the lemons. So, me and Courtney did a dose each, mm-hmm. waited a while, nothing happened. <laughs> we did another dose, waited a while, nothing happened. We did a third dose, and still nothing happened. So, so it doesn't work? It doesn't work. Damn. One day I might just drink half the bottle and see what happens. <laughs> nothing happened for her at all, either. Nope. Nothing. It was a dud. Question. But that's why they sent it to me to test. Why does it come in such a creepy ass bottle? Well, it was just a, an old like dropper bottle. Yeah. That had an old label on it. Yeah. So it was like the glue left over on it. It was just a test for me. Why, it should, didn't have to look fancy. They should have made a new one. Well, they should have put a note in the thing. <laughs> so I wasn't like, oh shit, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you should move. <laughs> <laughs> I should go cut out the whole part of me giving my entire address in the first episode. Yeah, we can get a P.O. box. <laughs> I send everything from my P.O. box if we send things out so that yeah, no one knows where I live. 
I uh, will have to use my address when I send things out because they already know it. Yeah, my P.O. box isn't even in this city, bitches. So oh, good, good luck, luck trying to find me. I mean, you might be able to find like my aunts or uncles or parents, but <laughs> <laughs> me, nope. Is your address on your Facebook? No. Why would my address be on my Facebook? I don't know. People put stuff on Facebook. Yeah, that's how you get robbed. Don't they put like phone numbers and shit on yeah, there? Yeah, and I don't think mine's on there. I hope not. Yeah, not feeling it. Mm-mm-mm. You could put a fake address on there. I could. Your address. They already know mine. <laughs> it's fine. And I'm not going to go back and edit it out. <laughs> You're like, nah, I'm not good. <laughs> because I might get something mailed to me. Next time it might be a finger. Dave! <laughs> We just had a big scare, and you're going to bring that kind of juju back? Please don't send us a finger. <laughs> Unless you lost it in a natural accident, and it's and you already defleshed it, and you can prove that it's your finger. Well, don't deflesh it. I've no. always wanted to eat like human flesh, so. It'll be nasty by the time it gets here. That's true. Now. Put it in a cooler. No. I just want the bones, and only if you can prove that it's your own. And <laughs> like he has like a selfie with his finger missing. Yeah. I guess like this. <laughs> yeah. And then you also write a cool story of how you lost that finger. He's got a knife in his hand. Yeah. I love you, Kate. I cut off my finger for you. <laughs> <laughs> or if you just want to write us a cool story about how you lost any limb, <laughs> email us at sasquatchatemybaby at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter or Instagram at nope. On Facebook or Instagram at Sasquatch Ain't My Baby <laughs> or on Twitter at Sass Ain't My Baby. Mm-hmm. You can find Dave on all platforms at Dave White 1990 and me, me on all platforms at Catalina Holtz. That's not Dave. Yes. <laughs> I was just trying to copy you. Okay. Because <laughs> you're like, that's me. Um, <laughs> okay, I get it. Um, so, like, if you lost a limb, Say you got gangrene or some shit. You'd definitely you know make up a way. To yeah, I know. <laughs> You'd make up a way cooler story though, right? If it was from gangrene? Yeah. Or like any lame way. I don't, I don't know if there's a lot of lame ways to lose a limb. Cancer. That's lame. <laughs> Sorry, cancer people. Lame. You'd want to be like shark attack or something. What does Trevor tell people? I don't know. The truth probably, which is lame. We'll have to help him with the story. I'm pretty sure I've told him several times he should tell fun stories about it. Every and he's time. just like, nah. I don't know if he ever has. Well, who does? Do people even ask though? People are probably afraid to ask. No, I don't think so. No. No, because um, my old boss is missing his leg, and he's really open about like how he lost his, and people ask him all the time. I think he's cool with it. How do you lose it? A car accident. See, lame, lame way. Needs to be an animal attack of some kind. <laughs> polar bear. <laughs> polar bear. It was. An, <laughs> I was trying to save the baby's polar bear, or the, the polar Polar's bear's baby. baby from the polar bear, and I lost my life. Oh, I was thinking he already had his dinner. Now he's looking for dessert. <laughs> See, there you go. That's good too. Snake bite. That's how you lose your eye. Like oh. in How I Met Your Mother. I have this um fear. Yep. Anytime I'm holding anything that's like pin shaped, like a thumb pinhack, <laughs> that I might accidentally like throw. Slam it in your eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. There's that. 
Yeah, like my hand might suddenly like. You'll spasm. Like, <laughs> and then it'll go through the black part of my eyes. <laughs> but I hold thumbtacks almost daily. You hold them like this? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Question for you. What? If you lost your eye, I might ask this to you before. Would you go glass eye or eye patch? I think we talked about this before. Probably. What's your answer? Um, I'm pretty sure we have talked about this because I remember your answer. Did I say eye patch? You said glass eye. I think. Hmm. It's a tough one. I think I'd have both. That's probably what I said. That's last what time. you said last time. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't want to have my glass eye in all the time, but like, so like, if I was hanging out home and I'm just like in my sweatpants, I'd probably just have my patch on while I watch Netflix. Why do you have anything on at that point if you're just at home alone? I don't want to get dirt in it. There's a lot of dog hair in my house. <laughs> my dog would jump up, try and lick it. It'd be hard. It's not like it's a gaping wound. No, but it's a, like an empty crevice. I guess I so. have a hard enough time washing my face every night, let alone the inside of my eye I saw. <laughs> I wonder how, I guess you just like hose just, it out. Yeah, I rinse it out with like a saline solution, probably. I mean, if you lost an eye, email us at sasquatchatmybaby <laughs> yeah, at gmail.com and let us know. <laughs> Am I correct? Would you have both? I guess you'd have both, but I would only ever wear the, the no, not even. I'd just go patch. <laughs> it's way more interesting. Yeah. And way, way more obvious. I want people to ask me how I lost my eye. Shark attack. Yeah. It bit me right in the eye somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he had thumbtacks on his nose and he booped you. <laughs> no. Here it is. <laughs> Katie was holding a thumbtack and her arm spasmed and I lost my eye. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about today? Time travels slash travelers. I'm not yeah. sure what route you t- took it. I just took time travelers. I also travelers. went like interdimensional. Yeah, I went a little For bit one there. Of them. Not too much. I have some thoughts on interdimension hmm. and dimensions. But other than that, we'll so get into that later. Dimensions. Um, I barely did any research. I did enough. We will combine to make this show awesome. Yeah. We've already talked about losing eyes and drugs. And, and we haven't really talked either about... Um, can we leave... The one that we talked about leading up to decide this podcast for the very end, because I think it's the best one. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be, as we go, we're going to be like, do you you have this one? (laughs) Because we're very bad at... uh... Well, I only wrote down four. Oh, okay. And then I have a list on my phone. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. I'm going to let you... Well, we both know that we both have John Teeter. Oh, I thought that was the one that you wanted to end with. No. So the other one you want to end with. Yeah. yeah. Not the one that that we talked about today, but the one we were talking about this topic all together. The interdimensional travel one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, because I think that one's the most interesting and it's a good like... I like it. Yeah. All right. I don't don't have a lot about John Teeter because I think that he's a whole load of bull crap. (laughs) I disagree. Really? Because it's more fun to believe 
All right. So John Teeter is uh, the name or the alias of a man who posted on forums. It wasn't just like Reddit back then. Mm-mm. It was like legit like bulletins. Well, the first one he, he posted on was called Time Travel Institute. That was his first forum. Oh. Under yeah. the screen name, Time Travel underscore O. Yeah. Good name. <laughs> Good job. Uh, In 2000 and 2001, he claimed to be a military time traveler from the year 2036. Mm -hmm. He predicted many events, none of which really came true. (laughs) But there's a a reason for that. Because he changed the course of time? Nope. What? We'll get into that. Okay. Let's start out by why is he time traveling? Uh, Do you want me to say it? All right, well, he first traveled to the year 1975 to get an IBM 5100 computer because in the year 2036, a virus wiped out, a computer virus, rather, mm-hmm. wiped out the human race, kind of like Y2K would have. Mm-hmm. And this computer was going to help fight that. Yeah. Um, okay. So he went back, got that computer. Why is he in the year 2000? I don't know that one. Oh, I thought it was just to warn them about the civil war and upcoming nuclear war or an end. I read that time travel is just kind of exhausting and he needed a break. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did not get that. (laughs) Um, So he claimed that when he was a 13 year old boy in the year 2011, uh, that he had joined the fighting diamondbacks um, during this whole civil unrest kind of ordeal Mm -hmm. um it was a shotgun infantry unit in florida and he was in it for at least four years that's cool yeah that's the only thing and i think that's probably how he got into time traveling i guess and why he was like trying to prevent all this stuff from happening he didn't want the well he didn't want the world to end basically yeah he basically predicted that like each month after like a certain event a new doomsday type thing would happen in the world leading up to end day where some nuclear bombs were dropped, which would then kick off World War III in the year 2015. Yes. Yeah. And like he said in the year 2036 that the United States is divided now into five separate uh, countries, I guess. I want to say states, but that's confusing. Yeah, it should do that. (laughs) (laughs) But they're all in civil war, so it probably shouldn't do that. Um, what was I going to say? Um, you were going to tell me why, um, that stuff didn't happen. Oh. The whole world was on their, like, tippy toes. Why going, we're <gasps> not dead right now. Yeah. in war. Where's this nuclear war? Where's World War Three? Why is it the year 2015? Um. <laughs> well, the reason is because there are many, uh, alternate dimensions Oh. And he didn't necessarily just travel through time. He might have traveled into another dimension. Okay. And back in time. Right. So a parallel universe, that shit's going down. Okay. Well, I'm sure that is going down in a parallel universe. Exactly. So why would Don Teeter not be the truth? But not this one. Why not? Although, you know what? Your theory kind of explains uh, why all these other people that I have listed here, stories contradict each other. So It all works. True that. True that. Uh, anyway, he spent four months or so 
online. Uh, telling everybody everything. Any question asked, he answered. Um, he also said there was some crazy mad cow disease and that everybody should stop eating beef. There was a crazy <laughs> mad cow. But there still is. Like, everybody's dying from it. Um, he, he even he did give extremely detailed uh, technical specs on how time travel works and his time machine. And he showed a picture of his military insignia and his time machine. Mm-hmm. Do you know what his time machine looked like? No. Tell me. A 1987 Chevy Suburban. Suburban. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my time machine. <laughs> but that works. That's how people travel in time. You got the DeLorean. Yep. You got Austin Powers with his like Volkswagen Bug and I think some kind of Cadillac Pimpmobile. Excuse me while I pick my kids up from preschool. I don't got no seatbelts in this bitch, so we'll see if they make it to 13. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't, you just go back in time and try again. Mm-hmm. Fair. Cool. Um, do you have more on him, or can I burst the bubble of him? He won't burst no bubbles. Uh, March 24th, 2001, he offered his final piece of advice before signing off forever. Mm-hmm. Which was bring a gas can with you when the car dies on the side of the road. Um, there's now a website called John T. How do you say his name? I think it's Titor. John Teeter. com. <laughs> John Titter. Tits up for John. <laughs> dot com, which was created by, I didn't write down the guy's name, but it is speculated that the guy who is a huge fan mm-hmm. is the same guy as John. Uh, was his name perhaps Larry Herbert? Something. I think it was Matthew. Oh, really? So in 2009, there was an investigation to this, and it was generally... Generally. Generally. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Words escape me. This lemonade is really getting to me. Um, Larry Haber. So it it was concluded that it was most likely a hoax, hoax put on by a Florida entertainment lawyer named Larry Haber and his brother, who is a computer scientist, Maury. Hmm. And why? Funsies? They're in Florida. No, where's your proof that it was them? Uh, the internet told me. <laughs> the internet also told you that John Teeter is from the future. Yeah, but then something told me not that. Fair enough. Cool. Um, go check out johnteeter.com and you can see all the details on the Civil War, the Mad Cows, the nuclear bomb. You can see it all. It's all there. It's cool. Okay. I have one that I want to talk about because we talked about it briefly in the episode with Chad. Okay. Okay. So, Chaplin's time traveler. I don't know if I remember any of this, but go ahead. Okay. So, in 2010, there was a video uploaded by George Clark to YouTube um, of Charlie Chaplin's The Circus premiere in 1928. Right, yeah. I did write this down in here. So in the background, there's a woman seen um, talking into a thin black device that's believed to be a telephone as we know it. Mm-hmm. Um, or as the children know it these days. We're old enough to remember rotary phones. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> yeah. But we do remember corded phones. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Do you, like, have you seen those videos of grandmas being like, dial the phone, Johnny? And then they're getting their, like, 
14-year-old fuckboy grandson to try and call someone using a rotary phone. They're like, where's the buttons? Grandma, <laughs> I, I can't call. Just dial it, boy. <laughs> I've not seen that. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how fucking hard can it be to figure it out? Yeah, well... Like I've I've used them. It's Didn't you have easy. that Fisher Price phone that was exactly <laughs> yeah like, that had the eyes and shit on it? Do you think the Fisher Price phone is a iPhone now? It might be. <laughs> like it's touch screen. <laughs> I think it, call the has, piggy. I think Fisher Price is out of business, and everybody just has an iPhone. <laughs> Maybe. All right, continue. Um. Yeah. That, well, I can tell you the explanation for it do you have more information on it i want to hear your explanation if it's the one that i found i'm gonna call bullshit on it so nicholas jackson of the atlantic says she was most likely using a portable hearing aid which would have been a device that was being tested at that time totally uh, a fucking ear trumpet basically i thought you're gonna call bullshit on it i am it's bullshit why <laughs> because sure that makes sense. Yeah. She would have that on her head. Why? She, who was she talking to? Someone nearby her. Or maybe she was being there like, was, places, everybody, places. No, that was just behind the scenes at the show. This is there was a premiere. man walking in front of her. Yeah. There was nobody else around. She was alone walking down the road, but, talking on her time phone that talked to the future. Hmm. I didn't realize that they had cell service back then. It's a time phone. It doesn't <laughs> it's need service. Oh, <laughs> it tr- it talks through time. Cause she's a time traveler. Come on, Kate. And then it should look different than a regular phone. And they should make it smaller and cuter and not Do you know visible. how hard it is to get all the components of time travel phone in a phone? <laughs> it can't be that small. It has to be huge. Huge like an iPhone. <laughs> That's as small as I could get it. It's an iPhone X. It's an iPhone TT. TT. iPhone time travel. Time travel. Alrighty. Explain who she's talking to. You can't. Some people, have you ever worked in like retail? People just fucking talk to themselves. She didn't work in retail. She worked in time travel. (laughs) She worked in time travel. All right, I got one then. Okay. We're talking videos with iPhones. With iPhones? I don't think I have another iPhone one. Mike Tyson uh-huh. versus Peter McNeely, uh-huh. 1995. Okay. It's televised, obviously. Big yeah. boxing match. It's the champ. It's fucking Tyson. Okay. Clearly, in the background, you see a man taking a picture with a smartphone. The year was 1995. They did not exist. Here's the solution to that. Okay. This guy, he works for Steve Jobs. I don't think so. <laughs> Even <laughs> the if iPhone is just like a testing technology. They're, st- they're still working on Mac computers. Like the one, the colorful ones. No, they don't even have the colorful ones yet. They're still those weird boxy brown colored ones. I don't think so. Yeah. I think you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because it doesn't make any sense. Oh, it makes so much sense. It makes more sense that it's Do you know how travel. much money that guy got for keeping his mouth shut about having one of the very first gen Oh, but iPhones? he's on television taking pictures oh. of Iron Mike? He made a mistake. He used his hush money to get front row tickets. He didn't think. Listen, lady. <laughs> <laughs> how did he know? They didn't even have iPods Guys yet. Guys take their... You're saying that some, they built an iPhone that took pictures mm-hmm. before any smartphone existed and before even an iPod existed? Yeah. Get your head out it's, of your ass. It's technology that they were working on for years. And then Bullshit. they only released it to the Bullshit. public in the 2000s. Bullshit. <laughs> It's a conspiracy. That's why Steve Jobs is dead. The truth was going to come out. That he developed technology? (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's out. (laughs) But you should watch the video. It's very compelling evidence of smartphone. It didn't necessarily look like an iPhone. It was a smartphone. Okay. All right. Who invented Samsung? (laughs) (laughs) Some Korean guy. Is Nokia's phone? <laughs> Does Nokia still make phones? Um, well, they don't need to. They still got their strong. This is ones okay. Going. New story. <laughs> this is a Nokia cover-up. So he had some first-gen Nokia smartphone um, stuff. Everyone else is so excited about how indestructible the other Wait, Nokia phones are. What cell phones were out in 1995? There were cell phones like a big one the big ass fucking ones and you're saying Um, there was an iphone i think in 1995 they weren't still like the big ones that were like huge that you had to have like an entire tote bag to carry around they were like those big chunky black ones that's what i thought you meant the gray ones yeah no with the antenna that's this long yeah no no i'm i think in 1995 they had the ones that looked like giant walkie talkies with the flip bottom yeah and you're saying that he had an iPhone. Yeah. So, no, not an iPhone. <laughs> okay. You're saying he had a smartphone. He has a Nokia smartphone. They are developing the technology, but everyone's still like stoked on the shitty um, um, snake game that they've got <laughs> on their indestructible Nokia phone. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Everyone's there. got Nokia. 95 cell phones. Not the big ones like you thought, but not small. Yeah. Not a they're not small. And then, um, so they're like These you know what Nokia's, by the way they're all Nokia. yeah so they're like all right we got to milk the snake game for what it's worth we got to just keep producing new generations of this by the way that game we're was just, killer we're just gonna fucking sit on this technology we're gonna give some of our besties like some money some hush money to keep this shut they're gonna go to like good sporting events in the front and they're gonna like use their phones to talk to each other and be like yeah i really like this cell service my call didn't even drop and then <laughs> And then so Nokia's like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. But this is what happens. Steve Jobs goes over to Stanley Nokia's house. And <laughs> Steve is like, hey, Stanley Nokia, what you got there? And he sees it. And he steals that technology and the iPhone is born. Boom. I have another explanation. Okay. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> Which one of these is more far-fetched, really? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Yours. Yeah. Because we're doing an episode on time travel. <laughs> All right. I have, well, I have the list of on my phone. Okay. But I assume you have others. I do. Can we talk about the guy at the South Park Bridge in Goldbridge, BC? Sure we can. 
Do you know the photo I'm talking about? Nope. You want to show it to me? Can you look it up real quick while I tell her? This guy? Yeah, that guy. Okay. So let's just call him Bridge Guy. So there's a photograph (laughs) of the reopening of this bridge um, in British Columbia. What did you say it was? Gold Bridge, British Columbia. No, but you said South what? It's called South Park Bridge. South Fork. South Fork. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering why I kept saying South Park. (laughs) South Fork Bridge. 1941. Yeah, in the year. Yeah. Um, So alongside him are a bunch of guys in like 1940s attire. They're looking pretty dapper. You take all of them home to your mama. Um, and in the middle of it, there's this weird bum hipster looking dude. He's gone on a graphic tee with a big M on it. He's got like a sweater on top of that. He's got around his neck, a pretty modern looking camera. And some people say that his sunglasses look pretty modern as well. well I don't know if I'd agree with that. His- Although they look hipstery. Yeah. Um, well, there's an explanation for his sunglasses. That style's been around since the 1920s. <laughs> Um, um yeah so uh some people like so this picture is believed to be authentic like not photoshopped because it was found like doing whatever um, mm-hmm. and he definitely looks out of place in it yes for sure he definitely looks out of place okay so some people say that the m on the jersey um might have been um, sewn on like an emblem sewn on because I guess at the time some people would do that to like represent like a team like or a jersey that they're like really into well, what I'm reading here says that everything that that guy's wearing existed at that point in time basically um, except for they say that the sweatshirt was probably the Montreal like maroons mm. but I looked it up and it's a different font so I was like what but it sports? could be anything. <laughs> it could have been anything. I think it's a Marvel shirt. I think it's a big M and below it says Arvel. I'm not sure if Marvel was going in 1941. No, it's because he's a time traveler. Oh, I see. <laughs> right. How's he a time traveler if he doesn't have an iPhone? <laughs> you mean a Nokia? Either way. Um. Yeah. I mean, he definitely looks out of place, mm-hmm. but not out of place enough that anybody's looking at him. You know? Okay. But I buy it, time travel. Because mm. that's what we're here for. Okay. Can we talk about Rudolph Fence for a little bit? Sure we can. Is he on that list that you have on, up uh, there? Might be. Uh, no. All right. Let me tell you about Rudolph Fence. Mm-hmm. So he was hit by a car in New York in 1951. Okay. Um, I'm assuming he died. Didn't really specify. Um, but after an investigation, um, the authorities discovered that he had actually gone missing in 1876. Um, and the possessions, possessions he had on him at that time appeared to be of that era. So like... 100 years or so or almost 100 years hmm. has passed interesting um which so a lot of people suggested that he was perhaps a time traveler however um apparently this is an urban legend that has gone around since the 50s and it's actually from a 
a science fiction story in the 50s from a book called A Voice from the Gallery by Ralph M. Holland, which was actually copied from another short story by Jack Finley. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all bullshit? Yeah. That was very Um, unexciting. I have another bullshit one. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about Andrew Carlson. Let's talk about him. Wait, he might be on here. Is he? Nope, not that one. Um, wait, wait, no, that's Andrew Bisiago. Maybe it's the same story, but with a different name, because it's it's an urban legend one. Mm, go ahead. Okay, so in 2003, he was arrested for taking $800 and turning it to $350 million in high-risk stock trades. Okay. Um, he submitted to a four-hour... Or he submitted a four-hour confession where he claimed that he was from 200 years in the future. Uh, he offered up the cure for AIDS. Oh, thank you. That was very kind of him. Um, the location of Osama bin Laden. Um, and Did he say where? No, because this was only if they would exchange a, less, a lesser punishment and uh, access to right. his time I machine. I see. Which, I mean... If you're going to give him access to his time machine, he's just going to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) The authorities should be like, hmm. But he wouldn't give any details about his time machine. He wouldn't tell them the whereabouts of it, et cetera, et cetera. So they're like, that's probably not. Anyways. (laughs) It's probably not time travel. (laughs) They were like, no, maybe let's not do that. And they're all like, okay. So the story was um, basically retweeted, let's say, because this is 2003. (laughs) Um, by yahoo news and people started spreading it um through email and um like chain letters and it got around whatever social media was in 2003 (laughs) um but it was actually originally posted on oh i don't know if i even wrote it down uh weekly world news which is like a satirical Paper. Oh, it's like the Onion. Yeah, or like the Nanaimo Beacon and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, for local people. (laughs) Or the Onion, I guess. (laughs) Let's go back. It was the Onion. (laughs) The Onion of 2003. Yes. It was before Shrek asked about onion peels. I don't know. (sighs) Anyway, so... When did Shrek come out? 2003? This is... This is the... (laughs) The origin story of Trek, Shrek, Trek. <laughs> a real hard. You're falling apart, Kate. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, so what? How, how did it end? They didn't let him go back to his time machine. Oh, so he could have been a time traveler. Yeah, but it's fake news <laughs> from Weekly World News, and Yahoo was just like, "This is real." Just like when your friend retweets like a story about them building a bridge from. <laughs> Vancouver to the oh, yeah. island. There, there's talks about them building the passenger ferry, though. Uh, like walk on. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be very convenient. Be super cool if it didn't cost you twenty bucks too. Good luck. And if it was faster. <laughs> well, it'd be smaller, I guess. Oh, there's something on here about uh, the Carnivizer. Mm. We already know about that. Yeah, I was just gonna say, look back to this episode. Um, what episode was that? Like three. Four. No, three was my sister. Two? Seven? You guys tell us. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about 
that there is in 2013 an Iranian um, scientific style man that claimed a scientist, to, yeah, <laughs> that claimed that he had invented a time machine. Merely days later, that article was removed and replaced by a statement from the government stating that no such machine ever existed. Mm. The truth is out there. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently recently, hmm? uh, some Russian scientists, I think it was Russia. I didn't write this down, but I'm going to try and remember it. They uh, did some kind of quantum shit on a computer. And they made the computer go back in time. Like, the shit on the computer mm-hmm. jump back up, like, a split second. They technically made the shit going on on the computer travel back in time. Is this, like, when they're taking um, the atomic clock, clocks and putting... I was going to say clops. Then I thought I was going to accidentally say cocks. And then I said clocks. It worked out. You nailed it. <laughs> I nailed it. And I overexplained it. <laughs> um, they take atomic clocks and they like put them at a super high speed and they discover that the time at that speed actually um, moves differently. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I bet that would kind of be like a tachyon, right? I don't know. Tachyon is a theore- theoretical particle that travels faster than the speed of light, mm-hmm. which makes it move like... Like, theoretically, it, it moves backwards in time. Okay. So that's how time travel is going to happen. But it's a theoretical particle. Ugh. Like, they can't find it. Right? Yeah, I guess. Um, all right. How about some accidental time travel? Yeah. Let's hear some accidental time travel. All right. Well, Because in... I have some purposeful ones. On <laughs> in 1901, two English women, one named Anne... Moberly and oh. Eleanor Jourdain took a vacation in France. Mm-hmm. They went to visit the Palace of, Surv- of Versailles. Oh, I do know this story. And they were walking around, chilling, checking, taking in all the sights. Mm-hmm. It's a very beautiful place. Ben? Yep. Hmm. Um, anyway, while they were walking around, everybody around them started looking like they were from... Like, uh, Marie Antoinette times. Mm-mm. And they say that they saw Marie Antoinette. Ooh. And Marie was like, bitches, what you wearing? No, she was drawing in her sketchbook. Oh, drawing them. <laughs> <gasps> We're going to find a sketchbook that's hidden under the floorboards of her chateau. And in the, shant- in the, in the chateau, they're going to open it and they're going to look. And there's going to be pictures of two modern timey ladies. Well, 1901. One. Why one? That's when 1901 was when the women traveled back in time. Oh, so... It's they <laughs> left 1901 to the times of Marie Antoinette. Okay, so 1901, modern timey ladies. It's like 100 years. Mm-hmm. And just waving at her through a window, <laughs> being real friendly and stuff. <laughs> yep. So they kind of like went through a wormhole, I guess. But then they were automatic, like all of a sudden jolted back to the present by a tour guide that started talking. And it was like a shared psychosis, but it, like, so they time traveled. Yeah, wormhole. Mm-hmm. So why not? Okay. That's fair. They wrote a book about it, apparently. The Ghosts of Trianon. Check it out. <laughs> 
Try it out. Three. Just gonna see four. Okay, I've got seven quick stories of different travelers. Okay. That are very similar. But I think I'm just going to power the fuck through. Power through them. Okay. I'll listen. So, first one, Anonymous. But he called himself Lewis Walker in an Apex video, which a lot of these are from Apex. I don't Maybe. know what that is. Um, I think it's like British YouTube, but I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so he said he was part of a secret government time travel program and traveled to the year 4413. He claims that humans no longer exist and that machines will have taken over. Um, people do exist. The people that do exist in that time are human-robot hybrids. So like, Cyborgs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we can't just say cyborg. <laughs> He's like, no, it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Cyborgs has already exist. I guess because people have like robotic arms and stuff, right? And like pacemakers. Oh, yeah, we are cyborgs. So, yeah, we're just, it's a derogatory term though, so we're trying to stay away from that. <laughs> um, so, flying cars <laughs> also exist at this time. However, um, there are other humans that are not assimilated by the robots because it's a frequent travel point for other time travelers. Um, he says that the robot people are really nice and really smart and super welcoming. And he thinks that it's very kind that they allow travelers to visit. He claims that he started with the Ministry of Defense in 1977 through his father and eventually worked his way up the ranks until he was given clearance to the time travel technology. Although some people question his story in the original Apex TV video because they think it sounds like he might be reading lines. Oh. Mm -hmm. It's too smooth. People fuck things up. People say clops, clocks, clocks. <laughs> and they don't know how to say generally. Generally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another Apex TV person. A man uh, that goes by the name William Taylor says he traveled to the year 8973. Um, he explains how time travel. That's really far. Yeah. Multiple dimensions and the Mandela effect all work. He said that time travel... Um, was first successful in the year 1981 and the British intelligence agency is keeping it a secret for now. They've developed technology that not only can move through time but also through parallel universes and that's where the Mandela effect comes in because it's kind of like... Right. Yeah. Because we're two different universes crashed together. Yeah. Nice. Earthquake's coming, I know it. <laughs> no, big, big, big smashy smash. <laughs> You All sorts of things. Island. Flying squids. <laughs> Flying squids. Yeah, it's not like an actual earthquake. I'm talking about the universe is colliding. Hmm. The tectonic plates of, of parallel the universes. universes. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what giant squid have to do with it, but. Oh, they're going to fly. Oh, okay. I think it's just going to be. And then we're going to be like, that's normal. But then we're going to also have like a Mandela effect. And then we're like, but is it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Moving on. Well, in in the Watchmen, the book, not the movie. Mm -hmm. um, instead of like in the movie, they make it look like Doctor Manhattan destroyed some cities. Oh no! But in the book, they teleported a giant squid that looked like an alien. Mm -hmm. That when it teleport, when they teleported it into these cities, it exploded and destroyed the cities. So maybe that's what you're talking about. And it got things all inky. Yep. And dead. <laughs> Inky and dead. <laughs> All right. 
So Apex coming at us again with another anonymous man with a blurred out face um, <laughs> okay. claiming that by the year 6000 that there is a cure for cancer and the world is governed by artificial intelligence. He says humans and AI are on the verge of merging into one sentient being. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. He also claims that he left another anonymous person in um, that world and he gets very emotional about it. But he also says the year 6000 is also a utopia. Um, and he had a blurry photo of the city. That's proof. Good job. Just yeah. like John Teeter's blurry photo of his time machine. Yeah, a lot of these people have blurry photos to the point where I just started ignoring their blurry photos. <laughs> I was like, all right, another one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to veer us away for one second. Okay. Got breaking news. This is not time travel or okay. interdimensional travel, but it's teleportation. Okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me. So in 2011, uh-huh. Andrew... Basiago and William Stillings came forward and claimed that they were former chrononauts that used to train on Mars in the 1970s and 80s. Why chrononauts? Does that come from chronovision? Maybe like travel. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But they worked for DARPA in a program called Project Pegasus. Oh. Would you like to know who else was there? Neil Armstrong. 19-year-olds... Barack Obama, under the name Barry Sotero. Some people call him Barry. So, he was a chrononaut as well. Mm. And that's why people questioned his birth certificate? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) But the White House denied Obama ever visiting Mars. (laughs) Oh, did they? (laughs) (laughs) And they said... Only if you can't watching Marvin the Martian. That's the only time he's visited <laughs> Mars. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. I just like that ridiculous little story. <laughs> now go ahead. The White House said no. <laughs> <laughs> what else would they say? It sounds like a lie to me. <laughs> Big news. <laughs> Uh, All right, November of 2017, a man from the year 2030, um, going by the name of Noah, claimed in a series of YouTube videos that he had become stranded here due to a failed mission of which he had gotten fired for (laughs) and then stuck in our present day. He spoke. So he got fired halfway through time and like now he's just stuck here? Sounds like it. That's rough. Yeah. That's a rough firing. (laughs) They're like, well... 2017's the year. Trump's president. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of planes are going to crash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's going to be this awesome podcast called Sasquatch Ain't My Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll go on it. <laughs> um, he spoke of his ship and also claimed that he had been recruited at a young age and that he had taken anti-age pill- pills because time travel makes you gain time. Mm, of course. Checks out. Yeah. Yeah. I did the math. <laughs> uh, when his story started to take off, he supposedly passed a lie detector test. Um, and in one of his videos, he produces a picture of on his phone that depicts a futuristic city with a red and purple sky, which he claims is Las Vegas in the year 2120. Um, he also claims that the machine that he describes online. Oh, Wait, yeah. How's the picture? Is it blurry? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, But a lot of these time travelers say that time travel has that effect on photographs. 
That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I've done the math. Old. <laughs> um, oh yeah, so he starts describing his machine, but then I got tired of reading about it, so I just wrote dot dot dot. Look it up. <laughs> I'm not your mom. <laughs> so that's what you're telling to our listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he said that the machine can only travel to a maximum of four thousand years back in time. Oh shit, that yeah. sucks. Mm-hmm. Can't even see the dinosaurs. Yep. Fuck that. Um, another traveler by the name of Ed, well, I wrote Edma Mord, so I'm assuming that was Edward. I assume. <laughs> claims that by the year 5000, we'll be submerged in water. Um, water worlds. He's, yeah, basically. He said, he says, I was standing on a huge wooden platform. Um, so he's present day and he went forward and he goes, oh, okay. not only me, but houses and buildings all made of wood, um, surrounding me. After that, I realized it was the same city, Los Angeles, but underwater. And then he provided a photo of Los Angeles underwater. How's it look? Underwater. So it's a picture of water? Yeah. But, but you can see like a city underneath. Too. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It's maybe blurry. we'll. Yeah, we should throw some of these all up on the Insta. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's a whole lot of like visual. Yeah, this is like a visual episode. On. Maybe I'll put them up. Same with the videos. I was going to say the day before, but that's now. <laughs> Movie magic. Toodaloo, toodaloo, toodaloo. That's what they do on Wayne's World when they do movie magic. Um, I had a dream the other night. Tell me. Yeah, and I was walking in like a downtown area with my dogs and I was crossing a street. And on the corner of this um, building was this really big video store. And it was run by this real kooky old guy. And it just had aisles and aisles and aisles of VHS tapes. <laughs> Anything you could ever want, like including TV shows on VHS, but like old like 80s shit and stuff. So there's like Teddy Ruxpin and there was like... Um, Wait, was Teddy Ruxpin a, a show? It was I a show. it was just a toy. No, it was a show. Oh, okay. I think the toy probably came from the show. <laughs> probably. Um, and there's like Rainbow Bright and there's just all, there's things I'd never even heard of. And I was like, what the You fuck? invented shows in your yeah, mind? Yeah, I invented shows and there's so much. And he wanted to sell and I wanted to take over it. And I was like. You're going to run the store? Yeah. Because I just thought it was such a cool concept. <laughs> because he also knew that VHSs were like out of um, print, I guess. And so no one would have a VCR. So he also rented out VCRs. <laughs> And then I was telling my mom about my dream. I'm like, mom, it was such a good dream. Like, I had such a good time in it. And she goes, Kate, you just described what VHS um, rental stores were like before VCRs became popular households. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh. (laughs) She's like, we used to have to rent it. And I was like, okay, well, now you own three and you don't even have a VHS. (laughs) (laughs) And tapes were made to be rented. Mm-hmm. Like they cost like over a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's why you just rented them. You never bought tapes. Yeah. It wasn't until like kids movies, and then they made them cheaper for kids. Yeah, and they made them on orange cassettes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and now everybody just has it everywhere. Yeah. They have it on their because of time phones. travel. Yep. Or aliens. Thanks, Nokia. Probably aliens. <laughs> um. So we talked about the water guy. All right. John from the year 4000 claims he's been living in present day for the last six years. He is the president of a company that manufactures flying cars and their use 
um, and their use of AI is causing a threat to humanity. Birds have been oh, wiped shit. out due to their threat to widely used flying cars, but all animals in general, including cats and dogs, are pretty rare. Uh huh. That's it. That's all, for John. And then finally, I had one lady. She's from the year thirty-seven eighty. It was a longer paragraph, but I didn't write down anything because she was more boring than the rest. <laughs> uh, she traveled using a form of technology that is a chip implanted in your arm. Um, and she produced a large computer chip and called it skin as proof. Oh, okay. I think we're at the one that we share. All right. Did you write anything down about this? Yeah. Okay. We saved him. Would you like to tell me what it is? It is, I think you pronounce it, Torred. I think so too. Mystery. Torred. Torred. That sounded a little Italian. <laughs> well, it's close to Italy. On a hot day okay. in July 1954. Oh, it was July? July 1954. A man arrived at the Tokyo International Airport, or it had another name that I didn't know how to pronounce. So Haneda. I didn't write it down. Or Haneda. Yep. Desiree, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> he was a white man with a beard. That was beards. His primary language? French. En français? But he also knew Japanese and many other languages. Konnichiwa. Uh, adios. Um, Au revoir. <laughs> that, we already talked in French. We need other languages. Uh, um, Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I'm on the spot. C- goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The podcast is over. <laughs> Continue. Continue uh, where I just left off. But, uh, he spoke other languages, uh, but the, he, he also had currencies from many European countries in his wallet. Um, I remember that. Cool. Yeah, he did. He was neatly dressed and told officials that he was on a normal business trip to him, and it was actually his third one of the year to Japan. Um, Domo. Arigato. Mr. Roboto? Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So basically his story was checking out real hard. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a normal man. Normal businessman. Yeah, real good. Until. Until what, Dave? He went to go get his passport stamped. Ah. The man took a look at the passport. It looked fine. Mm -hmm. Except for one mistake. What was it? It was from the country of Torad. Well, that can't be right. That's not a real place. What? What? It's not? It's not. What happened? Interdimensional travel. Accidental. 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 Um, so he was taken for interrogation. Yeah. So from that, they discovered that the company he was set to meet um, with had never actually heard of him before. His hotel had no reservation under his name. Um, and the bank listed on his checkbook did not exist. Oh, shit. Shit. But he nope. didn't give up. Mm-mm. He was adamant that he was from Torrid. He showed them where it was on a map. Mm-hmm. And that it had existed for over a thousand years. Mm-hmm. But where he showed them was actually the Principality of Andorra. Mm-hmm. And this confused him. He's like, what the hell? What an elaborate prank. Where's Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> 
That's my Dax being punk. I recognize him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this what we talked about on the mini episode? Yeah. It's not even going to be out yet. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a little teaser for you That's guys. That's some time travel right there. <laughs> yeah, time travel. Turn it around. <laughs> anyway, so they need to keep investigating so they took him to a nearby hotel mm-hmm. where two men guarded his room but mm-hmm. then what happened kate he disappeared from the hotel room without a trace and all the documents which they had confiscated from him also disappeared dun 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's some crazy shit mm-hmm. um there are two other similar stories of accidental interdimensional time travel well not necessarily time interdimensional travel are you saying that it is time travel i think it could be time as well okay but who knows not me <laughs> i'm not a time scientist uh just one thing what he says he's from this country mm-hmm. but did you look on the map where um andorra is it's between um the borders of france and spain yeah but it's like this big yeah the countries aren't, aren't that big like, Andorra is not even a country. It's a principality. Yeah, well. So why? He, this tiny country? That, no, there are tiny countries all over Europe. Luxembourg is like the smallest country, and I'm pretty sure it's bigger than that. Okay, well, in this new world, there's other tiny countries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, the Vatican's its own country, too, right? Yeah. Vatican City. Exactly. All right, you win. All right. So in 1851, a man wandering in northeast Germany who claimed to be from a country called Exaria um, on the continent of um, Sacria also appeared. I have no other information on him. Nothing on what happened to him or anything? Nope. Okay. Um, But in 1905, a man speaking an unrecognizable language was caught stealing bread in Paris. In Paris. Um, <laughs> Gay Perry. <laughs> he said he was from Lisbia. Um, some thought he was trying to say Lisbon, but speaking in Portuguese. Um, so when they showed um, the man a picture of Portugal, he didn't recognize it. Um, he also wasn't speaking Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to him either. Did he not show them on a map then? Uh, That's what I want. I think. I think. When they showed him Portugal on a map, he was like, no. You're wrong. He's like, that's not Portugal. Where's that? I've never been there. All right. I'm not from here. (laughs) All right. I have some thoughts on interdimensional travel. Okay. I don't necessarily believe this, but it's fun to talk about. Okay. Okay. And talking of psychedelics, this helps. I talked about those earlier. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So everybody has a pineal gland, right? The third eye. Uh Uh-huh. Can you keep that pointy thing away from your eyes? Nope. <laughs> Ew. This podcast is done. Oh, no. A spasm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it is possible that it releases uh, DMT, right? Which, okay. And you, when you take DMT mm-hmm. or ayahuasca or something, mm-hmm. you see another universe, basically. Okay. So could this and... They believe that when you die, mm-hmm. your pineal gland fucking spikes and releases a bunch of DMT into your head, mm-hmm. and that you see shit. That's why people see shit when they're dying, right? Okay. Is it possible that you're actually looking into another universe, and then when you die, 
It's kind of like going to heaven, but you just go to the next stage of living into another dimension. So you're traveling. Mm-hmm. But Your sometimes spirit. it's surprise traveling. So there's maybe um, the man on from Tourette was actually on a Boeing 740, 737 MAX 8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a real dark joke, <laughs> but, um, and that didn't work out, but his spirit interdimensional traveled and he still landed in Tokyo mm-hmm. and he was fine. But then the universe was like, fuck, we meant to not do that. We meant to send him to the next stage of existence, yeah. not this alternate universe. Yeah. That, that actually makes me feel a lot happier about that current tragedy if that's the well case. it makes you feel better about all death it's, it's basically heaven yeah but not in a by the way, way i'm gonna apologize because that was a little bit of an insensitive joke <laughs> it'll be fine kate no i feel bad because that was should. a really tragic thing that like shook a lot of countries yes it did like even local people from here were affected i accept your apology <laughs> I wasn't apologizing to you <laughs> Oh. Apologizing to the listeners right. and the listeners' friends if, and their moms. If you guys would like Katie dogs. off the show, you email us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back to happy interdimensional travel. All right, happiness, yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Can taking DMT bring you, like, give you a vision of where we will next be? Nah, I think it's more complex than that. Wouldn't it be like I'm jealous of people who have strong faith and they believe they're just gonna go to heaven? Because that would be so comforting. Just know that when I die, it'll be okay. Do you think it's possible to plug black holes? No, that's not how black holes work. Because <laughs> <laughs> this conversation just made me think of the drain in my tub. <laughs> And it's a black hole. Well, I was thinking maybe black holes are other like dimensions on the other side. Like a wormhole? Yeah, like a wormhole. But and then I started thinking about holes in general. And I started thinking about my tub. And then plugging it. <laughs> well, anything that goes into a black hole just gets crushed. That's really sad. Not really. Don't go near one. You'll be fine. Well, we can't see them. There might be one right here right now. We don't even we know. We would one. be dead. <laughs> yeah. Or we'd be in another universe. But we went out going on a podcast. That'd be cool. Okay, guys, you're coming with us live. <laughs> well, we're not live. <laughs> Find this recording if, unless it gets crushed by the black hole. If you're hearing this, it's too late for us, but not too late for you. Join us next week. <laughs> To find out the shocking conclusion. What if black holes are just space tornadoes? (laughs) (laughs) I don't like space. (laughs) But tornadoes don't do that. They swirl and they suck things up. They don't really suck things up. They just blow shit around. How do you know that they're not blowing things around on the other side of the black hole? I don't. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Or it's like... Just like a hole. I just I don't want to even learn about facts about space, so don't 
email us to correct us. I like to just come up with my own theories <laughs> <laughs> that are very far-fetched. <laughs> but it's more fun. Yep. All right. What's your take on, uh, I don't know anything about space. Space or time travel? Because we're talking about time travel. Yeah, no, I want to get more of your opinions on space. What do you think of um, Donnie Darko? <laughs> what about him? It's a good movie. Uh-huh. It's all about wormholes. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Really? It's very yeah. good. So I know that he like travels in time. Yeah. Time travel. And he was like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Was he? He had to die for the world to be okay. Was that an analogy for Jesus? Because 16-year-old so. me did not get that. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, time travel, is it real? Is it fake? Is Back to the Future a documentary? I think it's real. I do too. Okay. I just don't think any of these people are real. John Teeter's real. No. Okay, well, what about the interdimensional travel? I don't believe in any of these people. Not even Torred? I like that one, so yeah. That's so, that one seems legit. <laughs> yeah, that one's... Where'd the documents go? That one's for realsies. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to believe in that one, like Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, what do you believe? Is time travel real? Are you a time traveler? If you are, let us know at sasquatchatingmybaby at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, yeah. What are you going to do this weekend, Dave? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm working through the weekend, but I have Wednesday and Thursday off. And I'm going to see Baroness in Vancouver. Cool. How about you? St. Patty's Day party? Uh, yeah. Like yeah. you're going to a party or you're going drinking? I'm going drinking. <laughs> At a bar, I Yeah, assume. and I got a St. Patty's Day shirt that says, Irish today, hungover tomorrow. I got asked if I was Irish today. You are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to spell my name for a police officer, and he's like, oh, is that Irish? And I'm like, I don't think that part of my name is, but maybe. <laughs> Fothergill? Yeah. Sounds kind of Irish, I guess. Sounds English, Irish, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's English. I think it means like foothill near a ravine or some shit like that. Mm. Maybe um, it's Welsh. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I'm like, most of my family is Irish, but like, I don't know. And then I was like, now I'm so nervous about this question. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. Why were you talking to a cop? Uh, they recovered some of our stolen property. They recovered it? Yeah. So How thank you, police that? officers. How did they do that? Hashtag trust the police. Um, the lady ditched it and they found it. <laughs> okay. So I was like, yeah. Like it got stolen that day? I think it got stolen the day before. Mm-hmm. Fucking thieves. Yeah. And then I had a sign saying I took my stuff back. And I was like, that's mine. Yeah. No, what do I you do it. with it? Oh, you put it back out? No, because it was like they yeah. they take the security tags off it and right. like literally rip the clothing. Like I don't. They just destroy it. If you're not good at taking security tags off, like why <laughs> even steal? Because you're literally just damaging the clothes and it's now ugly clothes. And no one's going to buy it from you because it's fucked up and ugly. Nobody's going to buy it from you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Who's buying this shit? Nobody. Why are you taking it? <laughs> it's a tube know. top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it's not like your store is like overly expensive, expensive either. 
Oh, well. Fuck them. Yep. Well, what else you got? Mm, nothing. I might paint some more tonight when I get home. Did you get your new paints? The, oh, yeah. I told you I was going to try acrylic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was too hard. I went back to oil. Why was it too hard? Um, It wouldn't blend. So I've been following Bob Ross tutorials, guys, and he does like a coat of liquid white oil paint, which is like oil paint takes forever to dry. Um, mm-hmm. Like I have paintings from three days ago that are still dry. <laughs> <laughs> but they look like with an oil paint, that's like where you can add depth to it, right? Yeah. Because you can make it really thick and stand out. Yeah. Bob Ross does that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... And then, yeah, like you, you put liquid white on first and then it all blends like really nicely. Um, so, but I was finding it just too hard. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to try with acrylic because like it dries a little bit faster because I was finding that like I was smudging things because right. it was all oily. Mm-hmm. And then I also didn't like cleaning my brushes because it was all oily. Well, did you get two like, like Bob said? Oh, I have like 700 brushes. Two of the same one though. Yeah. I've got like three of the same one. Oh. Okay. And I'm still fucking it up real hard. Um, and so I started to paint with acrylic for like my second picture and it just wouldn't even blend at all. So I was like, I guess I'm painting over this with some oil paint. <laughs> and I did. How'd it turn out? Uh, a lot better than my first uh, first one. But And in the middle of it, like I was, because I follow along and obviously like I'm going to talk to Bob as I go. Of course. And um in the middle of this next tutorial like that I was doing because I mean I've watched Bob Ross before but I haven't like tried to paint with him I just did it because I was like needing to relax I don't know <laughs> <laughs> same way other people watch it <laughs> yeah of course and this people time, love Bob Ross yeah so then I started watching it and he's like he's talking and he's like and the oil paints we use are a little bit thicker so it makes it easier to do this and I was like well yeah could have told me that before I bought my oil paints because mine are just normal <laughs> So did you buy new oil paint? No. How much is paint? Um, well, Michael's is a very tricky store. Okay. So for, um, I think it was like 15 colors. Mm-hmm. It's like twenty ninety nine for a little set of oil paints. I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, I thought it was pretty good until I walked around the corner and realized I could buy a set of 12, only missing like three of the colors that were just colors I could blend anyways. Um, and for $7. But was the quality worse? Maybe you need the good shit like Bob has. I don't think it was any different. <laughs> I think it was just, like, here's some beginner stuff. Try it out. And if you like it, we'll take the rest of your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did that with the acrylic paints too. But I also bought a $2 set of them from the dollar store. <laughs> How were they? They were the same. Yeah. <laughs> just had less colors in it. Or different right. colors. Ones that willing, Bob doesn't use. Are you use. willing to put up pictures of your paintings on our Instagram? Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> but if, you, if you keep doing it, you can see your progress. That's true. My second picture was a lot better than my first picture. See? Because my first picture, my mountains were not good. Because <laughs> I put way too thick of a coat of liquid white and liquid black. And also, I made my own liquid white and liquid black. And I've never done that before. So. How do you make them? You put like oil in paint. Oh. Like more oil to make it thinner. And I was like, well, I guess this is what we're doing. Hmm. What kind of oil? 
um i want to say linenum <laughs> but i think it's like linwood or something like that like lanolin no like sheep's wool <laughs> no <laughs> something like like a mineral oil of some sort okay yeah i don't know but my my mount so i started it and i was following it and, and i did like some stuff and then i walked away to wash my paintbrushes because he told me to beat the devil out of them <laughs> did he really yeah he's like and you just beat the devil out i'm like all right bob like (laughs) i'm gonna do that so i walked away and i came back like two seconds later and he had his fucking mountings done well he's bob fucking ross (laughs) i know and i was like wait what did you do (laughs) like i didn't even walk away for a minute and you've got full mountains and you're putting snow on them did you rewind it yeah and he and he put a snow on so much nicer than my snow (laughs) My snow's just streaks of white that I just like globbed on. You'll get better. <laughs> I hope. Wait, was that your first one? Yeah, it must have been. That's my told first me one. Yeah. So your second one. My second one's snowscape. Did you put any pretty little bushes in there? Um. Yes. Oh no, I put some pretty tr- big trees. His were a lot smaller. But you like trees, so. Yeah, trees are easy. Your own artistic flair. Yeah, I like trees. Trees are cool. You ever watch Art Attack? Yeah, my mom used to love that show. You could start there. They did real simple art for <laughs> slow kids. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I always liked on Art Attack. He always did a huge thing out of salt on a yeah. black floor. That was cool. That was always cool. Yeah. Or he'd pick random things and be like, here's some everyday items that someone has just left in a field. <laughs> It was clothes from Katie's store that somebody stole. (laughs) (laughs) He used used needles to make the eyes. (laughs) Those eyelashes never look so glimmery. (laughs) I love it. Uh, That's cool. Good job. Keep up the good work. Can't wait to see the pictures. Yeah. Do you sign them? No. You should. No. They're going to be worth money one day. No. I'll give them away to people for free. <laughs> if you guys want a photo or a really shitty a painting, painting, you email me and I'll send you a shitty painting. <laughs> that's like people. That's a good thing. <laughs> people will be all over that. Yeah. It's an hour of my time. So. Although I did impress Michael because he came in for dinner and then he would said, oh, I'm just going to go clean up some stuff and I'll come right back in. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. And like, of course, because he's a workaholic, he didn't come right back in. <laughs> so after 30 minutes, I was like, all right, I'm just going to paint. So I set up my paint and got all my stuff out. And then I made my Do second. Do you have an easel? No. Because mm. that shit's expensive. <laughs> and this is a hobby until the paint is out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and I, like, I spent my hour watching my video and I painted my picture. And then I put it in the window to dry. And it finally comes in about an hour or so later and i've already cleaned up like everything's tidy and see the whole time he was cleaning outside you finished the painting <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i said well did you look at my painting and he goes oh yeah and i was like i painted that while you're outside he's like did you though <laughs> i was like yeah he's like you didn't paint any of it earlier today and i was like no <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's just proof how much fucking time you take. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that's funny. That's all I got, though. Unless you're going to tell the listeners about your interesting life some more. 
Well, I started painting as well. Ooh. And I'm really good at it. I just mastered it after <laughs> the first day. Very good. I'm so proud of you. I painted that. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Brad briefed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got nothing. Right. Baroness, you guys should come see me at Baroness. I'll be in the crowd. Yeah, if you see Dave, ask him for an autograph or slap <laughs> him in the face. It's up to you. If if somebody slaps me in the face of that show, like, ah, oh, listener. <laughs> 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 all right first free pass to slap someone in the face <laughs> all right cool that was a good episode okay bye friends <laughs>